If you want to embody health and vitality, how can you embody that emotion today of just being free from the foods that maybe don't serve you? What does that feel like to you? Whatever that is. So how can you embody those emotions? You are listening to The Limitless Podcast. I'm your host, Deanna Heron. What if you had no limitations keeping you from your dream life? In 2016, I had a major tug on my heart to write a book about my story. And in the process, I learned that I had been operating with a very faulty belief system for the majority of my life. I've had a huge transformation since then. And my life's passion and mission is to teach you how to live a limitless life. Join me on this journey. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Limitless Podcast. This is Deanna Heron, your host. I am always excited to spend this time with you. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everyone. On today's podcast, episode 86, we will be talking about what you want to create in this life. But before we get started, I just want to thank you for being a part of this amazing community, this community of like-minded men and women who are seeking their truth, who are looking for their truest version of themselves and want to make an impact in this world. My mission and passion is first and foremost to help you find that truth because I truly believe that a man or woman standing in their truth will become limitless in their impact. So what is your truth? Do you know your truth? I'm going to share a little bit about my story of really unfolding my truth today. And we're going to do a deep dive into how you can create the life that you want. So in order for you to create the desires of your heart, the possibilities that you were born with, you actually have to believe there is something greater for your future. And that is how you can create what you really desire. So I'm going to start off and just ask you, why do you have certain desires of your heart? Why are we all dreamers? Why do we venture out into a new possibility that we know nothing about, but we're drawn in that direction? Why do we see other people with a life we desire? And we say to ourselves, I want that too. And then why do we move from one career to another? Those are the questions that I want to answer today and then dive into how you can create what's possible for you. And I'm going to answer those questions for you. It's because there's something in you that yearns for your soul's purpose to be revealed. And I have to share with you, 90% of my coaching clients come to me with a desire to finally do a deep dive to uncover their unique divine purpose and calling. And why is that? Why is that that 90% of my clients want to do that deep dive into their unique divine calling and purpose? Because that's what we yearn for. We know that we are created for more. And I have to tell you, the other reason why 90% of my coaching clients come to me with that very desire is because I had that desire and I did the deep work to uncover it. And it's still evolving and it will always evolve because I will never stop doing the work. So let me ask you again, why do you have certain desires of your heart? Why are you a dreamer? Why do you venture out into a new possibility that you know nothing about? 
And why is it that you see other people with the life that you desire and you say to yourself, I want that too? And why do we move if you've moved from one career to another? Or why is it that you're seeking that what's next? It's because there's something in you that yearns for your soul's purpose to be revealed, but it's also because you know deep down there's more for you. You know deep down that you were created for impact. You know deep down there are more experiences for you. You know deep down that you are called to deeper relationships. You know deep down that there's a deeper connection with your creator, a freer version of yourself, a person free of chaos, anxiety, stress, and a person that is full of joy and bliss. You know that deep down. So I want to share with you a story about a personal story about the lesser evolved version of myself. And this might be surprising to you, but I want to share it with you because I want you to know where I've come from and where I am. So who I was at my lesser evolved version of myself, and I really had to look into that. And and I want you to know that I I was suffering in silence. I truly was suffering in silence. I was, I was driving a luxury car. I was living in a 5,200 square foot home with a pool in the backyard, an immaculate yard. I was wearing the designer clothes, the designer shoes. I was active in my community. But every single morning I woke up and I dreaded the day. I actually dreaded the day and thought to myself if I could only sleep a few more hours because I dreaded the day that much. And what kept me getting up and really living my life was looking forward to what is so popular right now called wine o'clock. I was looking forward to, well, if I can make it through my day to make it to wine o'clock, W-I-N-E, then it's all worth it. Just that way, wine o'clock for me was a way to escape the life that I was living because I felt completely stuck and I was fully living, feeling powerless and fully living people-pleasing. And I felt abandoned, I felt unseen, I felt unimportant, and I felt alone. And today I want you to know because of that place in my life, I believed, I believed that there was a bigger purpose in my future. I believed that I could create something different. And so the journey began for my healing. And I had to completely identify that I was sick spiritually. I was sick spiritually. There was something, some things, some beliefs, some identities that were hiding that connection that I had to my creator that holds my purpose and my calling. And I began to look at where I gave my power away. I began to shift my story. I began to do deep dives into traumas and experiences where I created stories that were replaying in my subconscious mind over and over and over. And I did the work to do that. And I thought that I had done the work. I thought that I had done the work, but it wasn't until I did deep dives into the situations of where I created these stories and I turned my trials into triumph. And those identities that I had created, I realized that they had put me into boxes, put me into boxes and held me back, really. And until we can really get to the core of our belief systems, the core of our unique 
belief systems that we have created that do not serve us, the healing process really hasn't even begun. And that is why this is such a deep passion of mine, is to help others uncover what's really there for you, what's really there for you. But the first step is you have to believe that there is something bigger for you, something brighter for you in the future than your past. So let's dive into this. So what's possible for you? I want to do a little bit of imagining, okay? Nothing is off the table. Anything that you want to create is there for you. Anything that you want to create. In order for you to create, you want to create with emotions, high-level emotions, emotions like gratitude, joy, bliss, harmony. So those high-level emotions, you want to create with those in gratitude. But let's just play an imagination game. You have a magic wand. What is it that you would like to create in your life? What would you like to create? And I want you to imagine those things in the four areas of your life. What would you like to create in career and finances? What would you like to create in health and vitality? What would you like to create in your relationships and love? And what would you like to create in your creative expression? So take some time and really imagine See it in your mind's eye. Visualize every detail of what that looks like. Visualize what you're wearing. Visualize what your hair looks like when you are embodying that true expression of your career. Visualize who's around you. Visualize where you're at. Visualize every part of your five senses. What are you hearing? What are you smelling? What are you touching? What are you seeing? Visualize every detail. So let me walk you through those steps. So first you want to, what is the emotion you want to create? Is it freedom? Freedom's a great emotion. And that's exactly why I created what I have created. I wanted freedom. I didn't want that hustle mentality anymore. I wanted freedom, a flow, free of that negative energy of trying to create out of fear, And I'm going to go into that in in our next podcast. But what is the emotion that you want to create for your life? Is it joy? Is it bliss? Is it complete gratitude? Is Is it harmony? Is it amazing, happy experiences? What emotion? So identify the emotion that you want to create in your career. Then identify the emotion you want to create in your health. Then identify the emotion you want to create in your relationships. And then identify the emotion you want to create in your creative expression. Number two, you want to visualize every single detail of every area of your life that you want to create. Visualize every detail. Your health and vitality, what does that look like? Are you building more muscle mass? Are you eating healthier foods? Are you experiencing amazing exercise programs with your friends and family? What is it that you want to create? Visualize it in health and vitality. And then number three, you want to ask yourself, how can I embody these emotions today? How can I embody these emotions today? So if your emotion around your career is freedom, how can you embody feeling freer today? Feeling that freedom of what you're going to create, feeling that freedom that you can make your schedule 
If you want to embody health and vitality, how can you embody that emotion today of just being free from the foods that maybe don't serve you? What does that feel like to you? Whatever that is. So how can you embody those emotions? And number four, and this is very important, is who can you enroll into your vision in all four areas? You want to create at least one other person that you can be accountable to. And there may be in different areas that you can have more than one accountability partner. You actually form like a little mastermind for what you want to create. Who can you enroll into your vision? When you enroll someone into your vision, this holds you accountable for what you want to create. And it also helps you with that embodying of what you want to create for the future because you get to do it in real time. And number five, set the date for the inspired action. What is the date you're going to start your vision for career and money? What is the day you're going to start to work on your health and vitality and enroll those people? Set the date for the inspired action. Okay. So I want to talk to you about a couple of these and give you some examples of how they have played out in my life. So, and, and the one that I want to talk to in particular is in relationships and love. Relationships and love. I want to speak directly to this one because this one is, is unique. Because I want you to understand that relationships is really what we deal with in our life. We deal with our relationship with our career. We deal with our relationship with money. We deal with our relationship with health and vitality. And we also deal with relationships with people that we love, people around us, right? So this life is all about our relationships to people, places, and things, and the emotion that we put around these relationships. And our relationships are there to teach us and to grow us. Woo! Ha! That is some truth right there. Every single relationship in your life is there to grow you and teach you something. But I specifically want to talk about relationships, relationships and love. I have been married to my amazing husband for 30 years, over 30 years now. And, you know, we've had some highs and lows, some ups and downs. There have been times literally when we were on the brink of divorce within 24 hours of the brink of divorce. And because we are committed to our marriage and because we are committed to our family, we dealt with some things that we needed to deal with and we healed through some things that needed to be healed. And we're still a constant work in progress. As I evolve and as he evolves, we start to see other layers of things that maybe need need to be dealt with. So there was a certain period where I had come to him with just a concern. And it was a very loving concern that I had. And, you know, back in the day when we were, we were first married, man, we could not keep our hands off each other. Every time, even in the grocery store, we were just constantly holding hands, rubbing on each other, hugging each other, looking in each other's eyes. It was just this constant need to touch and love without going into sexual expression, if I may. So just out you know, just loving each other, that touch. And as we have been married for, for so many years, 
you know, things change. And um, I noticed that at one point at as we settled down for the evening, and that was our time together, I noticed that he was in his chair and I was on the couch. And there was no affection, although we love each other deeply. I want you to understand. We love each other deeply. And so the concern that I came to my husband with is, you know, why, um, why has that affection stopped? Why has that affection stopped? It used to be, you know, we just absolutely could not keep our hands off of each other. And, and um, I would love to have that back. And truth be told, I was actually putting that on his back because I was thinking to myself, it's your, that's your responsibility to hold my hand and put your arm around me and affectionately look into my eyes and cuddle with me when we are watching a movie. That is your responsibility because if that doesn't happen, then it's harder for me to be engaged in more sexual intimacy. And I'm just being really honest and I hope women, you can hear what I'm saying. And so I put that on his back and I want you to know that when I did the exercise of really what I wanted to create in my relationship, it was a loving, trusting, nurturing, intimate relationship, had a full expression of sexual intimacy as well, but just a loving, nurturing, committed relationship of affection. And when I looked at question number three, how can you embody these emotions today? It was an aha moment for me to realize I'm not embodying the thing that I truly want out of my relationship. I'm not embodying that affection with my husband. I don't grab his hand. I don't reach out to him and give him big hugs. I don't initiate cuddling with him when we're watching a movie. I'm not embodying this. And if that's what I truly want from this relationship, I need to embody it. And I want you to see what I'm saying here. Sometimes we put the responsibility on other people. A lot of times we put the responsibility on other people when the responsibility is truly ours. We get to create what we want. And so in this particular area, relationships, if you're not embodying, once you create what you want, if you're not fully embodying what you want to create, there is an amends that needs to be made. I went back to my husband and I said, hey, I have a realization. I'm putting all of this on your back. What I want to create in our relationship, in our marriage, is a loving, nurturing relationship full of affection. I'm not embodying that. I'm not embodying that. And can I hold you accountable to me that I keep embodying that in our relationship? Because that's truly what I desire. And it changed everything. It changed everything because my husband was not the person to do it. I was, if that's what I want to create, but I had to enroll him into my vision. I had to let him know what I wanted to create and he wanted to create the same thing as well. Okay. So when it comes to relationships, whatever it is that you want, there may, you may have to go to that person and say, Hey, I'm not, I'm not doing this myself. So can I ask? that you be my accountability partner, because this is truly what I desire from this relationship. It's a beautiful thing, an absolutely beautiful thing. So go back and look at what you really want to create. Magic wand, magic wand. I really don't want you to look at it and go, ah, but that's probably not possible. Magic wand, you get to create it in those four areas. Sit down and write it out, visualize it, 
Feel the emotion that you want with that creation. Embody those emotions. Make amends in the relationships where you have not been the person that you want to create in that relationship. And you probably weren't the person because you didn't realize what you wanted to create. That was me. That was definitely me. And so it's all good. Who can you enroll into your vision? And when can you set the date to have that bold, inspired action to create those accountability partners and enroll them in your vision? So again, the only way to have hope is to create to create a future that is brighter than your past. And you can, that is what you are capable of, but you first have to know what you want. You first have to know what you want. So here's your homework for the week. What do you want to create in the four areas of your life? On a scale of one to 10, one being not at all and 10 being heck yes. How empowered do you feel after this exercise? I mean, highly empowered, highly empowered after I did this exercise, but I want to hear from you. What is it that you want to create? I'm here for you. I am so here for you. And I believe that you have the capabilities that you may not even see yet. You may not even see yet. Question number three, can you think of one to two people who you can share this podcast with because you believe they can benefit from creating a better life in in the future, a better life that they believe that they can do? Who can you share this with? One to two people. Number four, I want to know what questions you have for me regarding mindset. So if you have been following the last seven podcasts with the Mindset Reset, what questions do you have for me? Any question that you have You can DM me on Instagram, private message me on Instagram at Deanna Heron. If you're part of my texting group, just send me a text with your question. And here's what I want to do is I'm going to answer those questions on a QA and a podcast coming in December. I'm going to answer these questions. And if you want to keep your name anonymous, just say, hey, keep my name anonymous No one needs to know that I asked this question because I want you to feel 100% free and comfortable to ask any question that you want of me because no question is dumb. If it's a question in your heart, it needs to be revealed. You want the answer. And if I have the answer, I will definitely answer it in my Q&A. If I don't have the answer, I will find the answer for you. So I hope this podcast has been of great benefit for you. And as always, I'm so blessed to share my journey, my journey of growth, my journey of unbecoming the lies, the traps that have kept me in a box for so many years and have really put a lid on my true potential. And I want that for you. I desperately want that for you. I want you out of the box. I want you to see your truest self. I want you to walk in your truest self. And I want you to make the impact that you are created to impact. So God bless you. Have an amazing week. And I look forward to being with you next week. I'm honored to have you as part of the Limitless community. If this podcast has added value to you, I'm going to ask you to do two things for me. Number one, share it with your family and friends. And number two, go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review this podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Deanna Heron. I always love hearing from you. If you would love more about what's happening in the Deanna Heron world, you can go to DeannaHeron.net, subscribe to my email list, or even be a part of my private Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you next week. God bless you.